Welcome to another episode of the Rayleigh Property Podcast. Uh, today, I thought I'd give you a bit of an update on the property market, really, because uh, it all restarted on Wednesday, uh, which was Wednesday the 13th uh, this week. Um, a little bit unusual, a little bit unusual. And the reason I say unusual is because we were anticipating, and there, there's a lot of, uh, there's quite a big estate agent community, and we were all expected to or expecting uh, at the very earliest june the first um that's what we were kind of expecting didn't quite happen that way uh on tuesday the 12th the government announced quite late in the day that state agents were going to open from 9am the following day so when the general public found out us as a state agents we also found out so a lot has happened in the last 48 hours. Uh, we've gone from expecting to go back to work in two, maybe three weeks time to suddenly uh, expecting to go work uh, back to work within, uh, well, 12 hours, really. It was about 12 hours. So th- there's been a lot of preparations going on. Now, what I kind of want to clear up is some of the commonly asked questions. Uh, we've done a, a really good video, which we sent to all of our clients and buyers, kind of explaining what the protocol is going to be going forward. So I thought what I'd do is use this episode to kind of explain what estate agents uh, should be doing at the moment um, and hopefully give you guys an insight into that as well as discuss a little bit more into detail on the market and what I think is going on at the moment from what I'm seeing. So. Um, Estate agents can immediately proceed forward and uh, start completing valuations and viewings and inspections and meetings uh, with immediate effect. Um, Now, my personal opinion is I think it's too soon. Um, Now, I understand there's a mixture of opinions on this. Some are saying, yep, it's too soon. Some are saying, well, just use common sense. And I just think there's too much at risk at the moment because I can't go and see my brother, but I could meet yours. Um, or I could meet a stranger's family in another stranger's house and then move on to meet another stranger's family in another stranger's house and then move on to meet another. You see where I'm going with this. So I just think it's a little bit odd. We're so restricted on who we can see and what we can do as a country to allow estate agents. I mean, I don't understand why estate agents are allowed to go back to work and hairdressers aren't because hairdressers are coming into a similar amount of contact, uh, contact as what estate agents are. So I just think it's a bit bizarre allowing estate agents to be one of the first industries to go back. Now, the construction industry, totally get that. Bricklayers can stay two metres apart. Plasterers can stay in separate rooms. Electricians can stay apart. So I, I completely understand the construction industry. I don't understand the estate agency because a lot of it is um, person-to-person contact. However, we have got a job to do, and we need to do that job safely and the safety of uh like for argument's sake us in this that our team uh, is really important our clients is equally as important and uh, buyers and sellers alike uh, and potential clients pretty much the community anyone that we come into contact with one one of the mottos i live by in life and it's perfect for this situation is health before wealth and i think that's that's such an important point as to what's going on at the moment health before wealth is so important i understand wealth we need to make money to keep business going we need to have an income to make sure that we're secured for the next couple of years Uh, fortunately we've been very clever to uh, make sure that we have our residual funds to fall back on um, to keep us going for at least the next couple of years Um, but we still need to be selling property to continue and it's a very, very unusual time, but we, we have to remember health before wealth in every situation. Now, 
some of the things we've adopted is working incredibly well and a lot better than I ever anticipated um, is the online valuation. So we've got the online valuation tool where you can go on, you can do an online valuation to find out what your home is worth. Um, but doing a valuation over Zoom is, is amazing. It's so convenient because I'm not having to travel to that place, um, meaning uh, it's a lot easier to do evening appointments. Um, we can do more appointments because we've not got allowed for the traveling time and a contingency for traffic. Um, and the homeowner has given me a good tour of their property. We're looking at their property. We're discussing market value. We're discussing comparable properties. We're discussing our 11-step plan. We're discussing our strategy uh, for a launch and uh, anti-stagnation strategy and a viewing strategy and a second launch strategy. Um, I'll cover all these in a bit more detail in future podcasts, but we're, we're able to discuss all these on Zoom meeting. They're, they're proving to be really good. And the good thing is, I would go out to 10 valuations and seven of them would come on the market with me. By doing it this way, it means the three that don't come on the market with us, either because we're too expensive or because they're not ready to come to the market yet, um, I'm not meeting them three people. So I am, although we're having a lot more contact, we're having less contact than we was before, which is, which is a good thing. Um, now, PPE is one of them things that we've got to be very careful on because naturally we can't drain the resources and the estate agency industry overnight is going to be ordering PPE um, and going mad with their orders. So we've got to be sensible with these orders. But what, what we're asking, and to kind of talk you through our plan, is on every valuation and viewing that we have to do in person, um, the member of staff will be expected to wear a mask, gloves, and shoe coverings. Now, with the gloves, they'll be expected to sanitise their hands before they put on the gloves and then sanitise the gloves once they've put them on just to make sure there's no contamination on the gloves. We're not to touch any surfaces within the property, so we kindly ask that the uh, the seller or the landlord opens all the doors to the property, including back doors, so there's no reason uh, for us to be touching any surfaces. If possible, we'd like to discuss everything in the garden, uh, just because being outside space uh, makes sense. And if it's not possible, then we'd like to discuss it maybe over a dinner table that's about two metres to kind of keep that separation. Uh, we'd also ask for the homeowners to be wearing a mask and gloves and things like that as well, just to just to avoid anything. Um, and I'm quite so I'm quite impressed on how cooperative people have been with this. It, it's certainly um, I mean I know we haven't got a choice and we've got to do this, but it's it's nice to see how cooperative people have been. Um, on a viewing, we're asking for viewers to bring gloves and masks with them, and then we'll give them some hand sanitizer before they come into the property. Uh, if they haven't got them, then we'll have spares to provide them. Um, if it's a vacant property, we'll allow them to walk around the property on their own, and then we'll uh, regroup either in the garden or on the driveway to answer any questions. Uh, if it's an occupied property, then we'll follow them away, but adhering to social distancing and trying to stay that two meters apart all the time, which is fairly reasonable i mean it's only six foot so if they're looking in the bedroom stand on the hallway and just keep an eye on where they are where they are being in ear distance it's, it's very easy to do so um there's several measures we can take in place like that um as for viewings as well sorry to backtrack slightly so we've got the valuation uh process whereby we do the zoom valuation first and then we'll go and see them in person if they want to discuss it further it's whittling out that that three out of ten that are not coming to the market so less people there uh, with viewings we've got a multi-step strategy for this one so we've got um from the initial inquiry they'll be given uh, a property video which is almost like an advert that kind of shows a property is best if they still want to view the property at that point 
we will then give them a tour of the property uh, via video. So we'll film a complete video tour from the front of the property as if we're showing that person around and then come out and that'll be the end of the video. And if they still want to view it after that viewing, it's almost like a second viewing because I've seen everything already, but it's going to stop the guys that say, Oh, well, I didn't know the garden was that overlooked or, Oh, I didn't know there was a post box right outside the house or, Oh, I didn't know there was a, uh, a, um, substation next door it's going to stop all of that because they're going to see all of this um on on that virtual viewing so that works really well uh, the next stage uh, would be to do a, another virtual viewing but this time we do it over facetime so we facetime the viewer uh, we show them around the property um and again they get a good look at the property and then if they still want to view it at that point then we'll do an in-person so there's three different video steps before they even get to the in-person viewing and this is just to whittle out time wasters and those that may because there are time wasters there are sunday browsers or tire kickers as i know um there's also the group of people that will turn it down because of that substation or because the garden's overlooked or because um there's a, a bus stop right outside there, there are them sorts of people so out of 10 viewings we're probably going to find two or three viewings actually go ahead in person, but it means there's seven less people that we're getting through that property. I mean, it's safer for us, safer for the seller and safer for the viewer because they're coming into contact with less people. So that kind of gives you an idea on what we're doing PPE wise to kind of manage this situation. Um, what's going on in the market at the moment? I think it's strange. Um, I mean, we could open from 9am yesterday morning, but my phone uh, was ringing from 530 um, which I was just astonished at um, the messages. When I say ringing, I mean messages, not actual phone calls. Uh, somebody's calling me at 5.30. Uh, I think we need to have a word. But um, text messages were coming through from that early, and my phone did not stop all day. It was a 14-hour day yesterday, answering as many questions as I can, filming as many videos as I can to answer these questions um, and try and get out as much content as possible to our clients. So... I've managed to speak to a hell of a lot of people in the last 24 hours, a hell of a lot of people. And what I'm seeing is there are plenty of chains that are falling apart. There's plenty of properties where they're losing their buyer or their buyers losing their buyer. Uh, there seems to be that repeating at the moment. Um, I think because of a mixture of things, um, there are a hell of a lot of properties coming to the market in the next seven days. I mean, just to give you an idea, uh, my diary, which I have got next to me. So, uh, so I'm uh, recording this on Thursday the 14th, um, Friday the 13th, uh, Friday the 15th, sorry. Um, I've got a uh, one property signed up at 11, one at one, one at three, one at five. Saturday, I've got one at 10, one at 11, one at one. Monday, I've got one at 11, one at two, one at five. Tuesday, I've got one at 10, one at 12, one at two. So that just gives you an idea. Pretty much my diary's getting booked up very, very quickly. Um, now, what I'm doing with these protocols, is sellers are going out while I'm getting pictures and videos and wearing a PPE as well. So we're, we're kind of minimizing that contact. But what I'm trying to get across is there's going to be an immediate rush of properties come to the market. Now, this time of year for Rayleigh, um, we would anticipate anything between six and 10 properties per day coming to the market for this point of the year. Um, Obviously, that hasn't happened. There have been a few properties come to market in the last couple of months, and unfortunately, them agents are not adhering by the rules uh, that they should be. Um, and it, it, in all honesty, it wasn't a really good time to be going to the market. Um, so it's a bit of a bad move. But what's happening at the moment is it's suddenly a rush of properties coming to the market. There's lots of people that have been sat on their hands for the last eight weeks, um, 
and have wanted to get moving anyway. There's a lot of people whereby they have had their family at home and realized that they need the extra space. There are businesses, uh, mine being one of them, that has had to adapt to working from home and actually prefers it. So they're going to need that home office. There are people whereby they've realized that maybe their house is too big. Um, they've been stuck in it for the last eight weeks. Maybe they need to downsize. So there's a lot of motivation to move. Problem with that, there's not a lot of buyers. And when I say there's not a lot of buyers, a lot of the buyers that I'm speaking to, they're waiting for two things to happen. They're waiting for um, prices to drop because they're convinced they're going to drop. I don't agree. I think if they will drop, it will be by about 5% at the very most, and it will quickly recover if they drop. But there's no evidence at the moment to say they will drop. There's no evidence to suggest there's going to be a downturn on the on the property market. Supply and demand is still there. The market was incredibly strong January and February. So there is no evidence to support there's going to be a drop. The other option that they're waiting for is they're waiting for something to be announced with stamp duty. Now, there was something behind the financial recession whereby they try to encourage people to move um i think there will be something to come on stamp duty but i think it's going to be much further down the line because i think the government are going to see this rush of properties come to the market uh, and hope them guys kind of tie together chains between them and maybe we'll do something if if they do something and they've not said they will at the moment but if they do anything with stamp duty i think it's going to be much further down the line which i believe is what these buyers are waiting for so um and then you've got third parties which uh, or the third group that are um, just waiting to see what happens. They're just waiting to the end of the, the uh, end of the game. And I kind of, I think the best way to describe it is uh, like a rugby game or a football game. If, if you've ever been to a rugby or football game at uh, a stadium, you'll tend to find the guys that will leave 10 minutes before the end of the game to avoid that mad rush of 60, 70, 80,000 people out of that stadium. You'll get the guys that will leave it to the second the whistle is blown and the game is over, they will then get up their seats and they will get out. And then you've got the guys that will just sit there and wait. Now, um, the guys that are rushing out 10 minutes early, they're the guys that are putting their property on the market at the moment. Um, totally the right thing to do. I think getting the marketing done now, getting it done correctly, adopting video marketing, adopting social media marketing and preparing a strategy and a marketing calendar on what you're going to be doing over the next 60 to 90 days is, is vital. Um, so they're totally doing the right thing. The guys that are waiting to see uh, whether prices drop are the guys that are going to leave when the whistle blows and the guys that are waiting for the stamp duty things are the guys that are waiting until everyone's gone. Problem is, there's going to be a number of things that's going to happen here. Now, we're either going to see prices drop by 5%, maybe more. I doubt it. I very much doubt it. Meaning that those that are looking to buy now will possibly renegotiate on their on properties in the future. Um, or the market's going to stagnate, meaning not much is going to be moving, not much is going to be selling. There's going to be a lot of properties come to the market, but none of them are selling. Um, or price is going to increase. Now, I think the latter is going to happen. Now, I kind of want to uh, explain my logic behind why I think the latter is going to happen. There's a lot of properties that come into the market at the moment, a hell of a lot of properties. So when, when you bear in mind what's sort of happening at the moment, you're gonna, you, what you're going to see is you're going to see all of them people need to buy a property. So they're going to be looking at properties that are in the market. They're going to tie together some chains. The weak link in this is going to be the first-time buyers. So if they can get the chain together, um, then what that's going to mean is that with that chain together, they're going to wait for the first-time buyers to come back into the market. By that point, prices are going to start increasing. So that first-time buyer is going to price themselves out of the market. So I think by waiting, 
they're going to see prices increase and they are then going to price themselves out of the market. And they may be able to get a free bed now, but they're going to end up having to look at a two bed in six to 12 months time. So that's what I think is going to happen. So I do think the, the market will move forward because there will be a lot of sales that will be agreed. You know, if you've got a two bed property going to the market today, you're probably looking for a free bed. There's going to be a free bed on the market you can get. If you're looking for a free bed, there's going to be a four bed. You're going to be able to get that. If you're in a four bed, there's going to be a five bed. You're going to be able to secure that. If you're in a five bed looking to come down to a four bed, you kind of get my drift on this. But the sticking point is going to be the first time buyers at the bottom because they're going to be the guys waiting for the prices to come down. They're going to be the guys waiting for stamp duty to come down. Um, and as a result, all the prices are going to increase because all these chains are being put together minus the first time buyers and they're going to end up pricing themselves out of the market so that's what i think is going to happen over the next couple of months it's going to be interesting to see what happens um but yeah i think we'll, we'll go a little bit more into this we'll have a bit better idea uh in next week's um next week's episode as to what is happening um but it's 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 strange times it's strange times so that kind of covers everything on that aspect. Um, I've kind of explained a little bit about the PPE and estate agents and what we're kind of having to do at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of adapting new technologies going on at the moment and new methods. Um, I'm quite interested in that. I'll cover a little bit more into one of these subjects next week. Um, the market is looking positive. Uh, I've kind of explained a little bit about what's going on with the market and what my prediction is for the next couple of months. But really, this next week is really going to give us some good content as to what we're going to uh, see happening at this point. Um, if you're thinking of selling at the moment, I would still continue to. Don't put anything on hold. If you're looking to buy, I would look at doing so at the moment. If you're curious on what your house is worth, then maybe use one of these valuation tools. Um, if you visit the Nest page or the This Is Rayleigh page, I'll make sure that the link to that is in there. Um, that will give you a valuation at your home. Please bear in mind it is automated. It is a computer. It's not being provided for an individual um, so they're not always spot on 95% of the cases they give a good window where the value is going to sit and they're pretty accurate but there is a 5% that they don't get right because they cannot take into consideration conservatories extensions um, the standard that the property is at it merely takes in oh it's a four bed semi this is what a four bed semi is getting in that postcode so there, there will be some fluctuations. So before I start getting uh, some negative comments, um, as one individual was quite vocal about, um, it's not always spot on. So I'll make sure to put a link in that. So if you're looking at buying, still do. If you're looking at selling, still do. If you're looking to remortgage, get in touch with your broker now. It's a really good time to get in touch with that broker. Uh, we work with a fantastic broker in Rayleigh. If you want to uh, drop me an email at nick at nestinessex.co.uk. That's nick at nestinessex.co.uk. I'll uh, happily pass you his details to get in touch. Um, and if you're just curious on what your value is going to be, pop over to the This Is Rayleigh page and I'll make sure the link to the valuation tool is in there. So. Um, Thank you for bearing with me with this one. I hope you found this helpful and I look forward to next week's episode.